Hey, Larry here, Acts 29 today, coming to you from somewhere in the world. I'd like to welcome you to this edition to Acts 29 today, wherever you are listening from. Welcome, 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 welcome. Uh, today, we've got a... Got a barn burner going on here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Today we're going to jump into a, probably a little bit of some uh, controversial stuff, I would imagine. But, uh... I think it'll be good. So, give me just a second here. And uh, we'll get on it. I forgot to bring up my, my other uh, deal here, but uh, we're there now. So, what, uh, so what we're doing is we're going to go We're going to go into um, we are going to go into a subject that uh, is a little bit controversial, I suppose. Thank you for bearing with me here for just a second. Uh, but here we go. The title of today's talk is called Christianity is Not the Church. Christianity is not the church. You are the church. Christianity is a religion. And so, you know, you might be going, well, whoa, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, yeah, we're going to get into that a little bit. I'm going to just do the headlines because I don't have all day and and I don't, you know, I'm not going to get into all the details of this because the headlines should be enough to to get people to kind of start looking at things a little different. We are in uh, we are in a a time period now that's a real transformation and transitioning of uh, going from man's 
organized religious inventions of what they call of what they call church and uh, and we're going into uh, a time of entering into the real the real church the one that Jesus is building the one Jesus said I Jesus he said I Jesus I Yeshua I will build my church okay and of course he wasn't talking about sticks and stones with a cross on top okay because that's not what that's not what the iglesia is and so we've there's been this whole thing come down through the ages and here we are today and it's um and it's really messed up so i just want to give a few points that uh, hopefully will clear some of this stuff up uh, there was a guy named Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who was, you know, uh, a very astute studier of religions, Christianity, the Word. And as far as I know, he was born again, believer. And he was uh, hung in Germany, and they call him a martyr. But I don't know technically if he was a martyr for his faith because he didn't die because he wouldn't, you know, reject Jesus. Uh, he died because he was with a group that was plotting to kill Hitler uh, toward the end of the war. But be that as it may, he was, he was still hung for, you know, trying to do some things and stop the, the madman. But he said something that that really, really caught my attention in one of his books. And it just says it so well that I just, man, it just stopped me in my tracks. He said, Christianity conceals within itself a germ hostile to the church. And what he was saying is that Christianity and the church are not one. They are not the same. They are two different things, two complete different things. So my, my deal is, is that, you know, when I started out and I got born again, fill the spirit, baptize in water, and all the foundational stuff, and I was up to ground level, you know, the very first thing I was taught, well, and this was even before I was born a second time, this was when I was just being drugged to church by my mom when I was small, and in the Sunday school class, we learned the thing with the hands, you know, when you put your index fingers up and make a point, and you got your thumbs together, and you got your fingers interlocked, and and the first thing I learned in Sunday school is this is the church, and this is the steeple, your two index fingers. Open the doors, your thumbs, and you turn your hands upside down, 
and there's all the people. All your fingers are pointing skywards. And that was, that was what I learned as a child, you know. And so my earliest recollection of anything was, uh, yeah, the church is, is a building. It's that building over there on the corner or wherever it is. It has a steeple, maybe a cross on top. And that is the church. And that the next thing was, well, uh, and this is where you go. This is your, you know, your, your final resting place. This is your destination. This is everything. You go to church. You go to the building every Sunday, Sunday night, Wednesday night, whatever. But you go there. That's, that's the deal. And so when I was born a second time, that was what I got right out of the hat was, oh, okay, this is the church, this building, and I'm to go here, you know, every Sunday. And, you know, learn something from pretty much one guy uh, for the rest of my life. You know, this is, this is it. I've arrived. This is the final destination. This building. And this is where I'm going to be and where I'm going to go for the rest of my life. Uh, well... Thankfully, uh, through a series of events and, and the greatest thing happening was the Holy Spirit finally getting through to me about, you know, allowing him to pray through me because I didn't know how to pray as I ought. And so rather than stumbling around trying to figure all this out on my own, you know, he was just simply saying, hey, I'm here to pray through you. I brought a language. And it's the perfect prayer. And if you'll allow me to pray this through your spirit back to God, guess what? He'll answer. And that contains, some of that contains the perfect plan of God for your life. Well, that was more, you know, than I could imagine that I had the Holy Spirit who was willing to come and pray through me, uh, the perfect prayer. Wow, that'll help, that'll work. And so fortunately, you know, that the Holy Spirit enlightened me with that. One day when I was driving the truck, and you, you all know that story, two years of praying in tongues in the truck, and all that happened after that, I got the books about it. And uh, so fortunately, I got started out in the revelation gift, tongues for edification, the revelation gift. And before that, I had a real foundation of faith. You know, I, I was in the faith movement and I learned all about faith and before it was hijacked, you know, into the prosperity pirate thing. And, and so, you know, that was all good because now I was, I was doing Jude 20, building myself up on my most holy faith, which I had already, you know, had a foundation in. So, but this took about 20 years that I faithfully went 
to church. I went to the building because I didn't know that we are the church. I didn't really have a revelation of that. Uh, you know, I just thought, okay, you go to church. And eventually, you know, the Holy Spirit showed me through the word and prayer, uh, no, we, we don't go to church. We are the church. We, the people of God, the saints, the called out ones, the separated ones from the world, the believers, the followers of the way, we are the church. So if we are the church, well then, it's obvious that we can't go to church because we can't go to something that we already are. You know, you ask your car, did you go to the car today? And the car will go, what? Are you blind? I am the car. <laughs> I am the car. We are the church, okay? We don't go there. We are the church. And if the, and, and so any building, anywhere, the church can gather together at that, at that building or at that home or at that place because that's where the church is. So we are the church. And so people say, well, what's the big deal? You know, you're just mincing over words here, splitting hairs or something. Well, it has to do with... Um, it has to do with identification. And identification is extremely important in all of life. Because if you have a false ID, you know, you can't go certain places. You can't do certain things because you got a false ID. So the enemy loves for people to have a false ID and their identification is in a building and a group of people and a organization. It's kind of like the Moose Lodge or the Oaks Lodge and we get together and do what we do. But that's not, that's not it. And so it has to do with identification. That's why it's so very important. Because the difference between going to church and being the church is the difference between going to a football game and being a spectator in the grandstands or a participant on the field. Okay? One, the spectator... That's a hobby. That's a hobby. You just go to the game on the weekends. But the people on the field that are participating in the game, it's a lifestyle. They're practicing all week long. All week long. You know, they're not messing around the rest of the week. They're practicing football. And Sunday is the result of what the rest of the week produced in them. So that's why identification about what they call the church is so important. Because we're either spectators or participants. And that's very, very important. 
So what about Christianity? What about Christianity? What do you mean Christianity is not the church or the church is not Christianity? Well, religion, other than what the Bible talked about, religion as visiting the widows and, and the orphans and ministering to them as true, true religion. But man's religion, all, all these religious organizations in, in the world, you know, you've got a Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, communism, all the isms, okay? They're, those are all religions. And, and religion, in their eyes, is just a conglomeration of man's ideas of what God is. And then they make a, a religion out of it. A, a set of belief. It's a belief system. They set up their own belief system. And so in the beginning, you know, there was a while there where, uh, you know, I'm sure it was thought that, that the Christians were... Um, following the teachings of Christ, you know, that's, they say that's, that's what Christianity is. And then they say, well, it's not a religion, you know, it's a relationship. Well, if it was a relationship, why is the relationship only relationing for one hour a week on Sunday morning? You know, it's not much of a relationship. If I only, if I only see my wife for an hour on Sunday morning once a week, uh, you know, we don't have much of a relationship. Probably not going to grow. And so, you know, that's, that's one of the pat answers. Well, you know, it's, it's not a religion, it's a relationship. Well, uh, you have to look at the roots of this stuff, okay? Jesus never said anything about Christianity. He never called you know, Peter by the seashore and said, hey, Pete, come, come follow me and I'll make you a Christian. You know, no, he, he never said anything about Christianity. He didn't say he came to start Christianity. He didn't say anything about it. They were first called Christians at Antioch. That was a very demonic city, crossroads of cultures, and the people who called the believers Christians were not believers. They were just heathens. And they called them Christians because they probably didn't know what else to call them. So they came up with that name means a little Christ, basically. And so that's what they, <clears throat> they called them. But it was, they were making fun of them. They were mocking them. Because Peter says, and I think it's First Peter, he's, he uses, they, they put in one of the translations, and Peter says, the Christians which they are contemptuously called. Well, when you're contemptuously called something, it's not a compliment. It's a mockery. And so the word itself was a mocking of the believers, making fun of the believers because 
if you were born again a second time, then you were a believer. You were a follower of the way. You were a saint. You were a separated one. And that's what the apostles always called the people who had experienced Christ as their personal Savior. And so, you know, you can look back through history and on down through the ages. And and a, a one friend of mine just told me this morning that it actually became Christianities, plural, because there were so many of them. You know, so today we've got we got absolute huge <coughs> you know denominations and all kinds of stuff and and they they they're in the they're under the brand they've, they've been branded christian you know when i got born again i was branded a christian church was a building i was a christian that's who you are and that's what i was taught and that's the way it went for a long time so I was, I was branded. Well, the Holy Spirit sealed us, but not with a word called Christianity. So over the years now, there's been so many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different splits and, and all this stuff. And some of them are totally demonic. Some of them are cults of the devil himself. And yet they're still called Christian or they use the name of God. And, you know, they're absolutely, completely out to lunch. So that word, see, just in itself, is came to a point to where, you know, it, it was just like the difference between going to church and being the church. I didn't want to be branded as a Christian anymore. Because, you know, if I told somebody in the world out there that I was a Christian, they might think, oh, my word, he's one of these guys like I see on TV, screaming and shouting and begging for money all the time. You know, he's one of those prosperity pirates, want me to give money for his new jet airplane. You know, well, what are they going to think of me then? You know, they're never going to want to talk to me again. Or they might think I'm something else, one of these other hundreds of, of you know, brands of, of Christian Christianity. And so I didn't want to be that anymore, so I just kind of faded out of that brand name. Uh, I don't have a brand anymore, you know. If somebody asks me if I'm a Christian nowadays, I say, no, no, I'm not. Well, that brings up another question. <clears throat> then they say, well, what are you? I said, well, I'm a believer. Believer in what? Well, I believe in Jesus, Yeshua, the Savior. I believe in him. And I was born a second time, free from the sin virus. And it opens up a door, see? And um, I'll just give you a little little story about that. Um, my second wife 
Kathleen was her name, and we were on a plane, and uh, and I think we were coming from San Francisco back to Portland from China or somewhere. I don't remember exactly where we were, and we were flying standby, so there was a couple empty seats on the plane, but they weren't together, but that's the way we flew, so it didn't matter, but her seat was just a row behind mine, and so I noticed that this big guy with loaded with tattoos and piercings and, you know, his hair all tweaked out, you know, and uh, he had the aisle seat and she was in the middle. And uh, I thought, this is going to be good. Because <laughs> she loved talking to these kinds of people, you know. So... It wasn't long after we took off and I heard her ask him, you know, where he was going, what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. So then he asked her, you know, uh, so where are you going, you know, and stuff. She said, oh, we just got back from a mission trip to China or whatever it was and, you know, told him about this and that, this and that. And, and uh, so he he took for granted that, you know, she was a Christian. And he said, I hate religion. And Kathleen said, man, I hate religion too. And he was, you know, really shocked. He didn't know what to think because he, you know, he just figured this mission trip she was on was a religious thing, you know. So she said, yeah, I hate, I hate religion too. And then she said, but I really love Jesus. And then he was quiet for a little bit and then he said well I thought I thought that all that was the same you know I thought that was all in the same boat you know Jesus religion all you know well he got an earful for the next hour and 15 minutes uh, <laughs> before we landed in Portland but see if, if it would have went the other way and, and she would have just come off with these pat answers about, you know, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian and blah, blah, blah. You know, he'd have just thought, well, dude, I'm not talking to you, you know, because I hate religion and I'm, I, I don't want anything to do with this or you. And that would have been the end of the conversation. So fortunately, you know, with a little different approach, you have different results. One guy said he wouldn't walk across the street to tell somebody about Christianity, but he would crawl five miles on cut glass to tell somebody about Yeshua, Jesus. I thought, wow, wow, now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. Because see, folks, we're going back to the real deal. All this man-made malarkey and nonsense and entertainment and hoopla and money and fame and position and possessions and all that crap is going bye-bye. Now, they can all stay there if they want. You know, that's, that's up to them. But everybody else that's hungry for God, everybody else that wants the Spirit of God moving in their lives and they want to become disciples, 
and they want to grow up into Christ, into their positional standing in Christ. The hungry people are going to keep seeking, asking, and knocking until they get the answers. And the answers isn't back in that building on Sunday mornings for the rest of your life. It's not there. And so I, I had to leave there to get what I was looking for in God. And I've been on that path now for many years. And it's been very, very good because I have grown more since I left that those buildings than I ever did, you know, in the 20 some years I've spent there. The building is not the destination, folks. It's just a layover. It's a layover. It's just a place for you to hang out for a little while, learn a few things and grow a little bit till you can go out and actually do what God called you to do. You're part of the body. Every part of the body has a function. You have a function. And your function is not sitting in a pew for the rest of your life like a dead duck. That's, that's not one of the functions of the body. My whole body functions. And if it doesn't function, I'm in trouble. So guess what? Christianity is not the church, and the church is not Christianity. You are the church, and Christianity is a religion. This is Larry. Thanks for tuning in today, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. God bless.